Another round won by you in this boxing match uh, that you have been going at with the DA? Yes, certainly, and, and I'm very happy, Sakina, because the, the court heard all the arguments but eventually found that the DA failed to follow its own constitution. I'm very grateful and thank you, and I want to say thank you to all South Africans for their prayers and for, for their support during this difficult time, uh, and my legal team also. But I've always put my faith in the independence of the judiciary, and I, indeed I've been vindicated. But the victory today is not just about myself. It is a victory for uh, the people of the city of Cape Town. I feel very energized now um, to continue fighting to bring change to the lives of the millions of poor and vulnerable people in our city. And um, it has been Mm. a difficult road, but one one round win. I'm back in court tomorrow, Sakina. Yeah, and and, and we are following this battle very closely. But uh, Mayor Dillal, you say, you know, this is a victory for the people of the city of Cape Town. Um, I'm reading through the DA's uh, press release here um, on their website following this earlier judgment. And amongst the things they cite there, they say, um, Ms. Dillal presided over the city's very first downgrade of the city's audit status by the Auditor General. (laughs) And this was a direct result of governance and leadership failure on her part. Well, I'm just laughing, Sakina, because they've been repeating all of these untested allegations since 2017, hoping that South Africans will believe what they are saying. They're insulting the intelligence of the people of South Africa. And they cannot understand that we live in a country where we must respect the rule of law, Today, I've heard the DA attacking the, the three judges, the full bench. They started attacking my uh, advocates instead of just admitting that they did not follow due process. So that's exactly the reason why I'm back in court tomorrow. Because all of these untested allegations that you just mentioned, we've asked the DA please to provide us with the evidence so that it can be tested in due under a due process. And they confuse the Let me ask you about this one. Also in that statement, it says her removal from the drought and water management has allowed the city, along with the residents who continue to save this precious resource, to push back day zero from 2018 to 2019. (laughs) And removing her has allowed the officials to do everything possible to save and augment water and plan in a rational and evidence-based manner. I'm just laughing at, you know, this arrogance. It borders on stupidity now. You know, I have been able to reduce the Cape Town from 1.1 billion of liters of water per day and onto, onto just under 600 million liters of water per day. So this is my point, Sakina. They keep on repeating and rehashing the same then they think that Africans will believe it. Can't they give me the evidence tomorrow? And then all of these things can be tested in an open disciplinary hearing where the media will be present, the public will be present. Why are they refusing?
to have all of these hearings where I want to test these allegations. Why are they refusing to have it open? So really, it, 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 you know, if it was not so serious, I, I, I would have laughed about it. But they, it's a serious, fatal mistake that the DA is making to insult the intelligence of South Africans as a whole. And because everybody is saying, why don't you call Patricia and test these allegations? They don't even want to give us the evidence. Well, they say you don't want to answer to these questions, but I have a final they question because we have to go to, to news. Nonsense. I've got all the proof, and that's why I could put all of the proof of my arguments before three judges, a full bench of the High Court, and they found in my favor today. Just a final question. So what does this mean for you, uh, this judgment this morning? Are, are you a member of the DA again now? And uh, how, what will this change, if anything at all? Well, as far as my work is concerned, Sakina, I wake up every morning at 5 o'clock and co- I am committed to serving the people of the city of Cape Town. I will continue to do so. And this has been taking my focus away, but now I'm totally energized and I will continue to do what I've been doing on a daily basis. I've got a mayoral pop-up office that I take to different areas on a daily basis. I interact and I engage with the communities on a daily basis and I will continue to do so because that is what is expected of all of us as councillors, that we need to implement the integrated development plan and that is what I will continue to do, Sakina. As Patricia DeLille, thanks so much for your time. And that's uh, the mayor of the city of Cape Town, lecturer at the Nelson Mandela University, Ongamam Tinka. Thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon. Good afternoon, Sakina, and your listeners. So what did you make of that judgment? Was it at all surprising? Well, uh, from the perspective of good governance and principles of accountability and fairness, I think it is a good outcome. Um, in reality, the termination of membership was a proxy skirmish for me. Uh, started pursuant to the bit of bigger political imperative of removing her from office, and clearly the DA thought it was a way out, an easier way out. And if uh, they had a strong case, like Natasha Mazzone was saying. The question arises as to why did they opt for uh, a move that lands the party in a constitutional crisis when they had two things, a very strong case against her, and secondly, a caucus that had lost confidence uh, against her so that they could be able to actually pursue the more constitutional recall in the in the council in Cape Town. That they opted for... Um, termination of membership, which they thought was going to be a way out, than doing what was constitutionally found, uh, leaves much to be desired. Should we be reading anything more into what you've just explained? Because even at the time, um, I, when I spoke to uh, Natasha Mazzoni, said it was it was a bit of a cop-out. You know, it was like an anti-climax. Why didn't they see this through? Do you believe we should be reading more into this uh, action that the DA decided to embark on? They leave us with no, no options but to, 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 to do so. I mean, uh, you had a DA whose caucus voted apparently 70, 70%. Uh, of the members uh, voted in favor of recalling her. But you then have 
upward referral at a party political level. Because caucus for me is a, is a constitutional structure within the country. But to take that which has been started in a constitutional structure of government and refer it to party, at a party level, you are creating a very bad pre, uh, precedence of public office bearers needing to be more accountable to the party that than the imperatives of governance. And so that was the error in their approach. And for me, it's the definition of, of, of political tyranny. Listening to both Patricia DeLille and Natasha Mazzoni after that judgment was handed down, um, one has to ask the question, is there a future for Patricia DeLille in the DA? And what would be the most effective political solution to this impasse? Yeah, uh, I think the first answer is that is in your last question that there might be a political uh, solution uh, because the Democratic Alliance has created an impression of politically persecuting uh, Delil because it floundered what may well have been a potentially good uh, process of ensuring accountability. Because it floundered it with uh, what seems now to be witch hunts, where uh, there's contradictory messages and approaches that are logical are ignored for dubious, constitutionally dubious uh, uh, approaches, maybe it then has led the situation to where a political solution might not be a bad uh, thing. Because, I mean, Delil, for example, may argue that precisely because there was a decision to get rid of it prior to any process being followed to investigate the matters and arrive at a conclusion that would actually guide whoever the decision-making parties are, then because of that basis, she may argue that she can never get a fair trial because already a decision has been taken and in fact pursued to get rid of her. So there may be, there may be a, a room for a political solution. As to whether she's got a future within the Democratic Alliance, I, I think in, in the words of Natasha Mazzoni, the relationship seems to have actually uh, reached a, a stage at which, uh, you know, it's it, it irreconcilable differences. And then in and amongst all of that, uh, just finally, Ongama, uh, Natasha Mazzoni said something quite curious um, when she questioned the use of uh, advocate uh, Dalium Pofu by Dalil as part of her legal counsel. Well, I mean, uh, at, uh, on on one level, she may, but I mean, he's a he's a he's 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 a professional uh, who's got experience in handling complex political cases of this nature, and uh, his experience is unquestionable in that regard. And there, he's not coming in as a NSF person. If it, they see it as perhaps signaling uh, of uh, broader intentions, uh, 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 no one can stop them from reading that. In fact, anybody can't be stopped from reading that. Maybe there has been some close affinity with the EFF, especially also given the fact that she accepted an invitation there. But it can be read either way.